0: All right, let's continue in that. We're, not. we're up to page thirty in here. It's the hymn, Sheikh of la the continuation of ot la Amar anu so You've been talking to me, says the Sheikh to the neshama. You've been talking to me about yehud. You've been talk- it's, it's, uh, We've been talking more specifically about yehud. What does it mean to have to understand yehud of God? Apparently we need an appropriate mindset to understand Yehud of Hakadosh Baruchu. Ukvara and continues the Sekel. I told you, I told you this is a wide sea. There's a lot to develop over here. Again, the sechel being the educator speaking to the student, the neshama. We're going to be able to, and we need to swim to the extent of our desires and capabilities within this sea of knowledge and potential and understanding this Yehud, this oneness, this unique stature of God. The neshama responds, all right, I get it. There's a lot going on here about mahavanas havanasricha what sort of Havana is the type of question we ask our parents as little children when they speak philosophically? I don't get it. I got it. Hashem is one and there's no other. Finished. Uh, what is the complexity? What's the development? What's the elaboration we need to have? indeed you're right you got the beginnings of it that's the general matter the god's oneness it says we still need to develop this further we need to go more inward in understanding it says it reminds me of this which says God's oneness is en od there's not another beside him, or there's not another aside from him. The chachamim say even for matters of kshafim, how do they translate that? Sorcery, the most powerful forces of evil. Words, there's nothing, and this is going to be the point initially, there's nothing even side by side God. You can talk about God being one as the original, you could talk about God being one as unique, so the statement over here is there's nothing even on the same platform right that's the it's not even enough that we understand that he's one in his essence. That he's the only necessary existence. And that he created, he's the original creator or the, or the continuous creator. this is a deeper and more profound understanding of this Shum There is no moshel, no sholet, words that seem interchangeable have a nuance difference, but there's no rain force, R-E-I-G-N, there's no... Force. Say it again? Controlling, controlling force. force, aside from God. So it's not only in His essence, not only in His beginning existence, not only in His creative capacity, it's that there's no other controlling force aside from God. Oh. We have to understand further, there's no forces that control or, or, or have exert a power, a true power, over existence aside from God. Ven as a result, or by extension, there's no there's nothing that can hold back God. Ven money sono, there's nothing that could prevent his will. ugmura. God's shlita, his reign, his control, is singular and complete. There is no force which can contribute to God's will or change it or shift it or in any way inhibit or prevent God's manifestation and control. And no further, my students. This is a fundamental, a primary fundamental to understanding or accepting God in a, in a in a complete fashion. As will yet develop further. however, he continues, my my main objective in developing this and in, in being clear about this matter, is to distinguish from other wrongful thoughts. It reminds us a little bit of the class two weeks ago, right? Someone knows the concept over here is one in which there are so many wrongful approaches, it's just necessary that we state unequivocally and clearly what the proper approach to understanding God is. Um-e-hem, uh, excuse me, there are those who literal idolaters follow. Otherwise it exists or Wrongful understandings exist not by idolaters per se, not by pagan worshippers, but the rov ameha aretz, whether they're Jews or non Jews, they oftentimes have wrong conceptions of God or this Yehud of God. Hineha of Dazara says let's 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 deal first things first in terms of distinguishing and understanding the wrongful approaches to God's Yehud. Hineha of De zarah Dazara Let's speak a little historically. The two ways, um, or the two ways. Once upon a time, and perhaps in some segments of the world today as well, of avodah Zarah. What are they? And we're not referring to the colloquial avodah Zarah of I don't know worship of money or any of those in other words, that's a literal worship of other gods. Hamina hashavu na advarim the first uh, species of Avdei Avodah Zarah is that God is elevated from lower existences and he's in turn not even paying attention to them. Uh, so, uh, so lofty in his abode uh, beyond existence. Yesha tahtav. He has appointed those below him. He appointed, and the Torah seems to begin us on this conversation. It's a wrongful conversation that you have the uh, It sounds like They're dominating, they're controlling below God. That control perhaps means that God's not involved. God has absconded, he's found his own way beyond the regular mundane existence and he put instead in charge these uh, As a result, there is Worship, in a physical sense, of sacrifice, of k'toret of haktara, and so forth, to these ministers of the true God. Now that's avodah but I believe in a true God. Yeah, there's a true God, but you're worshipping these entities as if they have an independent control, avodah That's the first species. So the first species has God in that full control, but in no way involved. Tamina she'ni amru, shuyotin. Heaven forbid to say that there are two um, to Rishuyot, what's the best translation to Rishuyot? Competing realms. powers, they say. What do you have? Realms. realms. Yeah, realms is easy, but in this context, competing powers. <inaudible> this claim, which heaven forbid we accept, I should say, is that what he means with Hazveh <inaudible> Halila, is that there are not just a God and below him these ministers which work his, <laughs> his job. But rather, there are competing forces. Yeah, yeah. What's that? There are competing yeah, forces it. at his level. Now, before I even continue, I, I put on the source sheet. and I know it's unnecessary for this crowd, right? Harambah Khot avodah zara, Perik aleph halacha aleph through halacha brings you through his vision of the history of avodah zara, right? And it seems a little bit, uh, I don't know, not the way... The average person envisions Avodah Zarah. for Harambam began in a pursuit, a true pursuit of God and it's just in thinking that I can find an intermediary through which I can reach God best, it's then that people began to be led askew in the wrong direction, attributing force these forces or these intermediaries with their own capabilities, and in turn worshipping them, ultimately speaking, losing track of the true deity. That's how Hanam Bam describes it, Bime, and so on and so forth. Over there, that's what Amhal is referring to over here in Da'atibunot, right? That's that first segment of of the Avodah Zara. But the second segment is, for me, a fascinating segment. <laughs> it's the segment which attributes to, quote, the real God, the true God, just a, a partial dominion over existence. How so? Well, it says that there's a God of Tob, and then there are the forces of Ra. And why would you argue that? En hepech Kho you would never say that there's something without its opposite. And in turn, our God, so to speak, if he's the existence of goodness, um, you'll have the true essence of Rav, evil competing with it, or with him, or with her, whatever, I don't know, with... The being of God. I wasn't being pluralistic <laughs> in this context. I was being Kabbalistic, right? In the Sephardic tefillot, we give a feminine dimension to, to God. Um, anyway, the, the, the description over here is, is, is in turn, uh, there has to be a hefech. Why does there have to be a hefech? I mean, Jack could wax poetic on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yin and the yang, of course, we know it's going there. But I mean, it's uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in just a moment. In terms of as human beings, the way we understand the world, and again, it touches on the conversation from two weeks ago. But the way we understand the world, generally speaking, the example for example that, that I that I brought forth is uh, is is. Is Maharal cites this from the Gemara Masechet Pesachim with regards to what we do on Leil Seder, he writes about this in Netzach Yisrael, it's on the sheet over here. we matchil bignut We begin with the low times, the difficult times for Am Yisrael, either it was Terach or it was the servitude in, in Egypt. And we end on the high point of Yeshua of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Geula. What's the purpose of going from the bad times to the good times? The contrast oftentimes, if not always, helps us understand when i'm able to say this is who i i am do you truly understand yourself you understand yourself best and i'm not talking on god at this juncture by contrasting it to your opposite are you The dialectic is part of existence in terms of our understanding of self and of anything and everything around ourselves. The easiest way to describe something is to describe what it is not. And as a result, if I'm going to be dealing with existence, which does appear to exist with dialectics that uh, abound, all of existence has its essence and its opposite. Why would the domain, the existence of God, be any different? If I'm talking about him being the embodiment of Tob, which, yes, was an interesting statement, which we've been accepting. Hal stated this earlier, as I mentioned, Haram writes about this in the Moreh. Well, that by definition, it would appear then, means that in contrast to God, there is the existence, the absolute existence of Ra. You told me God is the absolute existence of Tob. There has to be a counter, counter existence of Ra and if that's the claim, well, logically speaking, so to speak, I've made the claim for there being another force. It's from the combination of these two forces. It's from the friction and the contrast between tov and ra, that everything that exists is is existent. Miksatam mixatam miksatam lera will sometimes be veering existence. Entities will sometimes be veering in the direction of tova. Sometimes ra'av v'hu inyan. He cites <laughs> a gemara. Masechit Sanhedrin. Mi palgach dehumiz. Mi palgach le'tata'e The gemara is talking about a pagan understanding of the body. Peleg, of course, Peleg HaMincha means half of Minha. Peleg means half. Oh, so okay. the Eli, uh, the upper half of the body, the higher functioning half of the body is Hurmiz, this one sort of spirit was the pagan conception. The lower half of the body, more base functions of, of our existence, that's Ahurmiz, it's another entity which controls another shid, another spirit which controls it. It's a vision in which I look at the human body, just like everything else is being split and as a result being controlled. Controlled by separate entities. Let's call it the Tov Dinara. Sheamar Hahu Minale LeAmemar. was a heretic who exclaims so and makes this claim Isn't to that an the issue Amemar. is the,
1: when they wear the uh, string to separate
0: the upper and uh, lower half, and the upper half You're asking about Hasidim who wear a gartel. Well, I mean, if they were to, if they were to, therefore argue. That. Which was the first thing I thought about when I read this. That's which, interesting. Yeah. If they were to therefore argue <laughs> no, that... That's why they do it, right? The yes. You wear a but too. But you too... Yeah. That's you true. You wear <laughs> underwear, <laughs> which has, which has <laughs> a band. <laughs> you wear a belt. <laughs> just, no, but I, in, if, in other words... Uh, just, just if, like that's like right. Our if, if, they have if the, ones, that's right. But extreme if, extreme if the claim was, was Victor... Okay, I'll answer. I'll Give me a second. If the claim was, as a result of wearing that garter, which is what it's called, right... Is, it's because I have an upper and lower spirit which are separated one from the other. Yes, that's Abu Dazara. Alternatively, the claim is not so. We're talking ah, about it, you no, no, again, no, no. So I'm explaining to you. And, and what, what Itai is, is, is filling in is, furthermore, it's not that it's not that we don't do it, it's that we argue we do it differently. We don't do it with a specific uh, strand or, or string around ourselves. We have a belt, we have the, the band of our underwear, perhaps, and those, each of these are mentioned as potentials. But the concept is is, is a lot more basic. The concept is look at your body. Nobody's denying the fact that you have a higher functioning upper yeah, no, and a more base level, on on lower speed function. Speed yeah, speed you you speed do speak body. to the importance in general of being clear with regards to our objectives and reasons for doing things. In other words, you could find, I mean, you'd have to find a philosophically inclined Hasid to make this sort of claim, who would say, why are we doing this? It must be that we're giving into to different forces and different spirits, but that's, uh, that, that's, that's the, you know, it's not not per se an but issue
2: is the narrator in, in Bereshit starts with tov and then continues with Noah Masahin yes and ra'a so it shows that there is it wasn't as planned it, you could have said a neutral thing
0: but there like, could have been a world of absolute tov what could there be a world of absolute tov
2: but he could have said particularly this, after this eating not, from et no, hadat,
0: tov Farah.
3: this
2: is right, so the question is why there was the, that definition defined again, the, from the beginning instead of saying that whatever was created was as planned, it worked
0: which, which might be the it definition to, which might be the definition throughout Bereshit Perek of tov it might be a reference to completeness but, but once you do get into a realm of tovara, I mean, that's right. what Akhila from E'tzadah, tovara, the existence of tovara is implanted from then, at the very least, uh, probably precedes it. But the claim over here, again, is that if there's tob and its manifestation and its utter existence is, quote, godly, well, where did ra come from? Well, so you'll say there is no ra. No, but there is ra. There has to be Ra because there are opposites. And so could he be the embodiment of... What's the counterclaim before I go further? The counterclaim, of course, of Judaism will be, of, of, of observances, that God is both the embodiment of Tov, Andra, which of course sounds heretical. If you told me these things. he is the other no, existence bold, of Tob, yeah, right. so how how can he be Bob? So I mean, that that's what I want to mm-hmm. develop for a moment to in a moment or two, it, it means that, and and it's a point that we've discussed on on more than one occasion. It means that in the in the divine domain, when I speak about God, the contradiction and separation between separates, that concept of a dialectic, is no longer existent right? In a human domain, when I deal with human beings, I cannot conceive of how something is good and bad. I mean, I could, but I could kind of separate and distinguish or whatever. I can't really understand how something is happy and sad. I can't really understand all these sorts of things, how it has, I don't know, let's get Kabbalistic, chesed and giburah is one, all these sorts of things. These are sometimes difficult concepts to, to associate unless we say it's in this context and that context. I live with this dialectic it means I'm sometimes more than the other. When I talk about it, a domain of, of divinity. When I talk about godliness, well, there's no division any longer. So again, that's the response. The response to these of the Alva is, oh, certainly there is Davar but he's the embodiment of both. Which of course will prompt the question: Why so? Can we conceptualize? Can we come up with some he's, sort of claim? The creator of both. Ah, yeah, he doesn't but have what, a body. He's the he is the source of both. What, what, why, whatever. Why,
1: what about the third option, which I think Victor you hinted to a second ago of defining evil as just the absence of good?
0: How could it's the same I got finish, you? so is there an absence of God if God is the source of existence and God is the well, it's, quote source of good It's the same thing of
1: how do you have a space that's not God So how do you have a you know why, why is it any different to say then that evil is the, the contraction of the goodness of God right,
0: in the universe? Right. So wow. Joey said, effectively, using the Kabbalistic terminology, which we used in past weeks, is you're saying the existence of Ra is as a result of Tzimtzum, which means the contraction it it of... No existence. Right?
1: It, it's
2: a null it,
0: ontological no contraction. contraction. Right, right? It's, it, it, it's it, not it, the it, result of, right.
1: it is the contraction. In the same it, way that darkness is the absence you, of light... The absence mm-hmm. of light doesn't create darkness. But, so but darkness, darkness is, exactly is the messy. definition of what you call light not existing in my place.
0: And, and do so do again, it's, it, there, you can conceive of an existence which is separated from God. Which God is not? No, it's, not existence. it's a non-existence. It has it's, the but there is an the, existence.
1: It has it's the stone that God can't lift. I've just called it the absence of good.
0: You know, he's going to later quote the pasuk Yoser or yeah, that's that, that, Yoser or Ubore Ra, which we have replaced with Hashem, which means to say that God is quote the creator of Ra of evil. I mean, yeah, that's the that's the wording. We we we, we, that's we that's euphemize that's it. Yeah, no, 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 that's okay. <laughs> um, it's it's a pasuk. He, he's going to quote it later on. Um, it, it is it in Tehillim. I thought so. Yeah, so it makes. Uh, um, I thought it's Yeshayahu. Yeah, it's Yeshayahu. It's Yeshayahu. Perik You'll see it on page thirty-eight. Yoser or uborer. That's how it goes, right? Uborera over there. Which means, again, it touches on as well what does it mean to be Bore So you might say to man, you might be correct, that the, that the simple interpretations don't overdo this, Harari. It's actually Bore Hosech, talk scientifically, it's just the absence of light. The wording is interesting. It's mystical in its in its concept. In other words, it talks about the creation of darkness, which is a fascinating concept for me. And then you have to
1: distinguish between you and that
0: Certainly, but I am accepting when I am certainly, which we can would do. But I am accepting the entity of its existence. You might say the existence is a gerama. It's God's contraction. As a result, it's that, and that in and of itself is biria. Alternatively, again, and I'm maybe I'm stretching too far, I'm comfortable accepting that God is both the source of Tob yeah. and Ra. Now, it's true, someone might argue, well, Tob and Ra is only through human eyes. I think that's the Ita, mm-hmm. that direction. And he says, you're talking about an existence of Ra because you're talking through human eyes. I can't ex- can accept arguing. that, but that's really just... Stating the same thing I'm saying in different words. In other words, I'm stating in the divine realm, the existence of opposites is not a contradiction. Why not? Because, because opposites is a human construct. Now, Why would I argue that opposites are in some way a human construct? Well, the, the the way to maybe go further, and so this is in the in the perush you didn't buy, <laughs> right? In source number three, in this perush of of of, of it, I didn't get the text in time. Perush of et la asot, and uh, we'll will try to develop it a bit further. Makes the following claim, and just listen to it through. It's pretty much what we've said, just in in different words. He says, if uh, my words describing what he states, if I'm going to envision existence as being created by God, it means that as God, quote, creates something, it fills the space, which was earlier, empty. Right? So God, he gives the example, brings the kinor, which is what, a harp of some sort, right? A harp, and places it into, or takes it out of, its case. whereas the case was the void, and now the harp is brought forth (laughs) from it. And as a result, I can now understand davar vehipucho. I can say there is something, and there's the absence of that thing, to talk in the the terminology of jawi from earlier. If God, however, is the existential reality, which precedes, or whatever word you want to use, is always there, so then you can't conceive of davar v'hipucho. There is no davar v'hipucho. Do you understand what I'm saying? Again, the only way, the only reason I have to argue with in existence there is something and its opposite is because prior to this something, there was nothing. When I brought this and there's still around, when you remove it, there's its other thing. But if there was never a prior to God... So then there's no davar vihiput, which means to say that I can use whatever words I want for this. I could say he is the existence of and Ra, or I could say it's really all Tob. I can say that in the divine realm there is no such contradiction. To do it in the Pisukim in the Torah, as I've done on so many occasions. The beginning of the Torah <laughs> describes how Bereishit <laughs> Vara which of course are difficult Pisukim to understand on many levels. Levels, but the most simple difficulty, well, that's, that doesn't sound right, the most straightforward difficulty is if God has yet to create anything, what is the tohu vavohu? If we accept, as Bam says, we should, he actually counts it as one of the principles, uh, one of the 13 ikarim of Biriya, Yeshmeai, and creation ex nihilo, something from nothing, where did the tohu vavohu come fa- from? But you,
1: why do we think? Why we assume there was
0: something before? It says, tohu vavohu, where that come that, from? That was the initial creation of I oh, Very nice, so says Victor. You're misreading the pesukim. The first pasuk is not an introductory pasuk, it's a descriptive pasuk, not the, the standard interpretation. If you've, you you turn to the standard person, they say the first pasuk which means introduction. I'm now going to tell you the story about and now let me begin the story about The proof for that would be. He only names Shemaim afterwards. So, how did Shemaim get explained in the first Pasuk? How did it be talked about? So, what you argue hmm. instead is Shemaim and Arits, like Ramban writes, is a creation of uh, matter. It's a creation of, you always like to use the word, energy. Hmm. It's a creation of something. Stuff. Great. The creation of stuff, uh, Ramban calls it Homer hiuli from the uh, Aladdin. Ha'il, I think is the way they say it. Right? It's a creation of something, so it's formless. Yisirah will come afterwards. Asiya will come afterwards. But it is this creation of something. Now, that something is everything. Right? It might be an itty bitty piece, as the genie says in, in Aladdin, right? And it then bounces mm. forth by God and gets separated in many different ways. But, but fundamentally, it's all encapsulated in there. Why do I mention this in our context? Because it means that emanating from biryat shamayim v'aretz, from the initial stage of creation, which is when ruach Elohim and ha'chavet which is the most divine realm, the most divine conception we can have of matter in this world, ironically, it's when opposites are all combined. It's when everything is together. There's no separation of any sort over the course of creation. Afterwards, God systematically separates. He makes ma'ima ilionim, ma'ima He has ben yom ben laila, and so forth, which means to say again. I mentioned in our context to say, if I'm talking about God, I have no problem talking about opposites together. Whereas the avdavadazarah, where would they have? Gone? gone wrong on this. I get where they went wrong on this. They say, I'm looking through my human eyes. I'm looking at the world through a human mind, and I see the world as it is. There has to be something in its opposite. If you scale it back a bit, you say, but well, let's figure this out. You're only seeing it through your human eyes. If you can see it through a divine eyes, there's no contradiction of sorts. Well then I have no problem over here. I now can state that God is the existence of all, of God's the existence of all. So he's both Tov and Rabba. Wait a second, I thought you told me he's kulotov. Well maybe it is kulotov, because those very the very nature of opposites of something and a tipuch is only once I brought it forth into human terminology, into human human existence. To the extent that Ralph Cook, for example, describes it as such, he says the reason in source number seven, I love this analogy of his, I love this example of his. He says if you're planting a garden, the way it works in a garden, and I'm an aspiring botanist, but haven't done it. Actually, maybe one day. I don't have much of grass in the current situation, but anyway, um, if if you're if you're doing so, you have to separate between trees. If you have several trees next to one another and plants, because you want them to have appropriate yinika from the ground, you want them to be able to soak in the nutrients and get their appropriate amount of water. If they're on top of one another, their roots are intertwined. Am I saying this wrong? I, if yeah, David was right. if David was here, he'd be saying you don't understand it. Anyway, whatever. That's the way Rav Cook describes it. At least. Right. Well, that being the case, that is very much a practical, pragmatic existence of separation. That's for human beings. We as human beings are in a world. Of course, Joey will say, so don't create a world of that sort. Okay, Uh, we live in a world and we can conceive of such a world as human beings. However, in a divine realm... Well, no necessity this is all just practical it's not existential it doesn't need to be separate it is separate because that's the way we are able to understand if I turn to you and I put a pile of, of chips in front of you and I say how many chips are here now technically speaking you can be some sort of I don't know genius who looks at the thing and says Idiots there so. are 35 idiot savant of sorts 35 chips in that oh, that's an amazing thing if you're a normal human being you'll take them out and separate them when we separate we in a practical sense have a better way of understanding. Davar Pucho is for human understanding, is for human existence. It's not because at its core it is that way or must be that way. And as a result, just to give one example, my favorite example, for where it kind of reverses itself, where we get into the divine domain, it's where God commands us, all right, I've separated you, I've made a, a ish and an isha. And your job is, as the Torah, mm-hmm. now you find the unity and the rabbis and a beautiful. You've got there already. Mm-hmm. Ian, you know the Gemara, a mm-hmm. man and a woman were zahu. They've affected an appropriate marriage. They've been basar ehad. What's that? What happens then? Shechina benem. How is the indwelling of God amongst them? Well, the Yod of the Ish and the He of the Ishah, says Rashi, combine to make God's name. If they're Lozachu, so then what's there? Ish. Ish Aleph and Shin of Ish and Aleph of Shin of Ishah. What is Rabbi Akiva speaking to? Well, he's speaking to many things. He's speaking to the Yod and the He, which exist as? Hochman see nice. not right, but he's speaking further than that. What he's describing in this statement is, as I understand it, when you find that singular existence where the contradictions have melted away, where it appeared as if they were separated, Adam and Hava, man and woman, but they kind of come together. You want to know what you've arrived at? You've arrived at reality itself. You've arrived at divinity. you found Shekhinah. That's the Shekhinah. That's the Shekhinah, that's the If you followed God's will, you broke down the facade, what do you always call it? The matrix of existence. You've cracked the code, you've found the reality. All right, well that's the, uh, that's the. Uh, so you'd say yeah. the same thing as then about Toven Ra? That's what I'm saying, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm saying that Toven Ra is only existent for me and you in our no, human God. lensed realm.
1: Except that we about use one of God. those words to define God. But later on. We'll
0: as human beings. As opposed to the other one. As human beings. I understand that. Yes. He's but, Borera. How could he be Borera if he's absolute tob? Because well, as, as human beings we find it as Razra. Well. Later on
2: and Di Radim you said Matakulas. Yeah. Right? And
0: if you want life
2: you go to the
0: Berahab. Oh, right, you have to create a it. system.
2: Right? Huh? No, it's by by as definition. A system of it's process it goes back to the initial tov Ra is now defined you cannot live in the middle you understand no once you you can't live in the middle because it's now you either backwards. fall into the v'ra and you're going to live or okay. if you fall into the kerala eventually you have you you a you mix okay
0: alright right. so right. you have a choice between tov and ra no, you can either proceed
2: specifically defined that one it's not a question of making the choice it's a question of the existence of Beracha and Kelala there is nothing in between that you could neutral that you could live there's no
0: devar reshut yeah there is no there is nothing in
2: between okay there,
0: because it. it's an ex uh, so you're making our point in other words it's not a devar it's a devar v'hipucho the devar is Tob you say if I fail to realize Tob I'm dead yeah. Oh, that's in other no. words, because it is tall. Because existence is top. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's gorgeous. As it continues, uh, Ramhal's at the bottom of the page here, on thirty-four. Adata Keep in mind what he's uh, what he's addressing is all the wrongful approaches. Of course, I, I take it as an opportunity to teach us the rightful approach. But again, you know, the, he's talking about the challenge to Yehud is going wrong in your understanding of Yehud of God. You could be like the classical of the Abu one of two, either the Dor Enosh and their f- following constituents, or also. Alternatively, this more philosophically inclined group. This more philosophically inclined group, in fact, Generally speaking, if I'm not, at least in rabbinic sources, they attribute this to the adherents or the followers of Aristotle. Aristotle, who was focused on davar v'hipuchots, where Maharal and others describe it, they in turn were led wrong in terms of their understanding. They got so caught up in the philosophy of it and the logic of it that they then lost track of, well, how did this begin? We're so stuck in our human conception. Okay, that being the case, Adata Shilishit, the third uh, wrongful approach he daat hamon haanashim. It's the majority of people. Shechoshvim <sharp> shedevre. <laughs> oh, I skipped <laughs> two. No, no he, no, he said he there's said two, there were two. Right now he's got the three. So two the three, no, yeah. two minim. No, no, right no, there. no, no, There were two minim mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. We're past right. Om oh, so the avodas We're into other. No, 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 no. Oh, you said we didn't. Oh. And he says, no, I named yeah. All right, mean, I mean, the two minim counted as two. Yeah, all right. We had first of the avdazara. We had one. We're gonna have many wrongful ones. The first two are of the avdazara. Okay. The there's two minim, and they count as two. Because, the, the rest are just well Average right. misguided people. No, the
1: because
2: third third those view. were
0: minim of the avdazara. These next few need not be need not be termed of the avdazara. Hadat haShlishit hidat hamon haanashim shechoshim shevibrei alnam hazeh the majority of people believe that the world exists and continues to exist based on the nature and the natural forces that God implanted within it. And the only effective force on existence now is us is you is me because once god implanted the world with those forces he made his way maker, out of it uh... this is the clockmaker analogy he creates the clock and now it's up kept and you'll just need to twist it and turn it in order to keep it going if you don't it'll stop working but the craftsman initially quote unquote is the god right and if we're in turn lazy will be damaging existence to ourselves and to others. It's the claim which Moshe warns us against of seeing our own might creating, uh, creating. the the continuity of existence. Furthermore, these groups would claim, what about the unexpected evil? What about the unexpected negative consequences of life? I thought it's all up to you. Well, there's also something called mazal and mikre. There's the chaotic, uh, uh, unpredictable forces. Uh, Are those actual forces? It's just... Chaos and an and unexpected force. And, and as a result, uh, there's no godliness involved in it. Maybe so he set think, it into motion. So this is the danger with the purely Fair rationalistic approach to things? This is the wrongful approach mm-hmm. to an absolute rationalistic right. Right. atheism. To exists. a certain not atheism, wrong wrong word, because right. it's not denying right. God's existence. Right. It's yeah. denying God's continued right. Involvement. It's, it's the wrongful attribution of this approach to Harambam. Many people believe right. this word. Harambam does accept, does accept in several places that uh, the force of gravity, for example, is not God zapping every time. we well, have we'll discussed that on more than one occasion. Whereas Ramban will say in his commentary in several places, second, uh, some he places says right. differently, at the beginning of Parashat mm-hmm. Bo, most famously... There was a time in my life when I knew it by heart. But at the beginning of Parashapo, I was taught as as a Yeshiva bacher, you must know it by heart. it's why by... anyways he says over there, that everything, right? Every every time I, I dropped the the cop, that was God in, right. God's direct involvement. Rambaum negates that. Does that therefore mean that he's not involved? That's not the necessary next step. And as a result, or not as a result, so Ramchal is telling us. That's a wrongful approach as well. If it's all only nature, means God's out of it. Does God not have the capability? Does He not have the will? Not fully really clear, but the point is He's out of it. That's the wrongful third approach. It's the approach of we'll call it the Christians. It's those who claim Am Yisrael had a connection to God, a connectedness to God. They sinned. They're gone. The Salvation oh, is gone. Chas v'shalom. Nimna nimnas karu lahem. Ke'akadosh baruch hu b'har b'hem. God chose us. When Adam and Eve disobeyed, when they came He gave us the ability to choose to be righteous or, Based on or what, evil. Em he shi'ou. Well, they'll point to the destruction of the temple, the Mikdash, and they will say whatever it was, exactly. that, that was God's proof of yeah, it to us exile. Not I'm not enough, well enough versed in one Christianity to claim to tell you exactly what it, it is. Something. Right? Right. Right. It's it's anything, he anything. wants anything. to know what will the it's Christians are. It's very go? strange because I'm not say there's one it, thing that they lose. I don't know. It's,
1: it's no. instead Muslims God's is, God's, is God's role in the world, this all of a sudden has become... His Da'at HaRevi'it has become about God's relationship to the Jewish correct. without really expanding it to the rest of the world. Correct, correct. It's not no, really a freestanding that.
0: That's correct. He told us this are... It doesn't belong here. Well, you know, um, his, last, his last one you won't like either. He's trying to suspend of or to, to dispel of... All other approaches, wrongful approaches to understand the Yichud Hashem. I mean, you'll tell me that uh, we, we could add, issue. we could add a dozen We're more. Um, bad you're saying it's just a relationship issue? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, let me think about that. Um, mm-hmm. the, the length, the long length of the exile will prove how Israel have lost their relationship with God. and in turn. It, uh, it causes uh, a fear to those who uh, don't have strong enough emunah, strong enough faith mechanisms. in
3: God. This yeah. is the Shekhinah part that Israel is involved in. Yeah, because so they Jewish, bring the Shekhinah. That's cause what i really Because he's a mechanics now. Before we're talking about the bigger stuff, and now it's more Israel's yeah, connection is to this, Hashem.
0: Would you put this on a list of Yahud Hashem? Yeah, because
3: Israel is the mechanism to bring Shekhinah. But, but with the Yehudin. Interesting. A but, the but, bottom, but, but the
0: claim is, right. to use so a different a the l'azomotab n'akhlifat be'uma Right. with another nation. But it's with another nation.
3: No, That's the wrongful approach.
0: So because, the right approach is the connection, the connection. Because the connection of Israel, Israel brings Israel the Yehud. Is part of Yehud.
3: Mm. When, you, when you read the shira Shirim, it's talking about Hashem and like his that. lover Yisrael. Then through that connection, that it, it brings the Yehud. Yehud. Yeah, it is. Well, Why? so mm. it's a connection it's of actually antithetical to his Yehud. Right, so but if you read this, the thing Yehud is small, dependent on right, but He's not, he's not talking yihud. about
0: Yehud yeah. as much as he's talking about the the, the absence <clears throat> of God. That's what. Well, he's not <clears throat> saying, saying the absence well, of God. Well, no, no, but I think happened. he is. No, he's saying so that God saying abandoned us, but he went to another nation. Yeah, that doesn't mean God doesn't exist. You went to another nation because your client is with us. It just means we're in the doghouse. No, but it just not, means says in the since the wrong no to yeah, saved them, God Yehud was forced to, to abandon and exchange them for this another. The okay. okay, it's an interesting, it's an interesting inclusion in this context because again, you, you, yeah, okay. Uh, Jax calls it lowercase Yehud. In other words, it's mm-hmm. derivative of proper Yehud but it's not on the same list. It's not, not God's yeah. All right, Hadat hamishit Hidat Israel. It's those rebellious uh, members of Am Israel. Otam <laughs> et those who maybe initially had a proper understanding of their kone, their creator, their sustainer. <laughs> and in turn, they determined, they decided, they have intention to <laughs> rebel. Ke'amon. <laughs> et Ammon, who's the son of Menashe, who has relations with his wife, the Gemara, excuse me, with his mother. The Gemara says that his intention in that context, as his mother asks him, "What are you getting out of this?" He says, "I'm just rebelling against God." That's what I get against. de and anyone else like Amon, they're all evildoers who maybe had capacity and a, and a, and a proper <clears throat> understanding of godliness but then directly and purposefully rebelled. They believed or believed that they can directly rebel against God and do against His will. And they'll then anger Him, quote-unquote, with their wrongful actions. Like someone who angers his friend against His will. That's their vision. Now, that's that's quite a strange vision. I mean, if a person has proper understanding, or even a basic proper understanding of God, you might say you were led astray by your temptations. An actual rebellion against God? How could we even conceive of rebelling against God? How could we give any sort of, unless I mean, must say, they're just out of their mind? doesn't appear to be what we're saying. We're talking about individuals who have a purposeful rebellion against God, with a sound philosophical understanding of godliness, how do you understand? So it continues. Well, well, that's that's the issue. I uh, but lastly like to addri- uh, address. <laughs> it's either the person on their own who say I'll rebel against God, or they use all sorts of other forces of sorts, kshafim, <laughs> witchcraft of some sort, ksamim, <laughs> magic. I don't know. Ah, I hate him. would not be happy about that. At this that. point, I think we're just talking about false belief systems. Or, uh, but but or, uh, as as but to, but but those. To in other words, if you were born into it, it's one thing. If you were born into a false belief system, all right. But you are a person who had the knowledge, and he says, "Umechavin <laughs> limrod." I don't know, I understand rebelling against you. No, no, no. I don't understand rebelling against no, God. I'm thinking back, back about yeah. prior question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the the
2: derivatives but, yeah. over here are just... But just, so, here's, just look here's at his setup. His setup is... He's not telling, he's just saying, so if you, know, you
0: understand oh, yidhud, okay. then these things fall so away. It's not
1: part. necessarily...
0: Right, right. Part. Like the is which, which is what you're argue. arguing, he's saying, he's stating he's, it absolutely. Right. Although this guy, very good.
1: Together and he's trying to match them up, and he, he really struggled on that last one. <laughs> Here, just, just reading it again, here's the way here's I understand it. the fourth one now. Yeah, he's not saying... That <laughs> the, the error there is not yeah, believing, so believing that God abandoned the Jewish people. It's believing that God was forced to abandon the Jewish people. That he had no choice but to abandon the Jewish people. Really?
3: Right. Oh, that, that matches this. Because
0: in his chart, he's like, <laughs> oh, look at that. That's how you're reading those right. words. They prevented from yeah. God yeah. against <laughs> His will. Yeah. 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 Because He gave
3: them the choice, it says the Bisezimot Shanim, and they left His own word constrained
0: His Yehud by that interpretation. That's a good reading. Okay, that's a beautiful reading. So it fits your chart. It's a beautiful reading. So it's an upper case Yehud. Again, so the Christian mentality, or maybe it's not Christian per se, but is that the Jews choosing wrong. Forced God to choose, someone else. to choose otherwise, which is by definition blasphemy case, yeah. against Israel. It's his not, enemies. it's uppercase, you No, it's uppercase. It's like, yet, like
1: it. clockwork, except the clockwork is, is God's own word. But he has and to choose. And then
0: God's own word bound him. For what purpose? Uh, be, be, because yeah. of their wrongdoing.
3: No, for what end no, result? No, no, no. So he picked Existence. the coins.
0: Existence. No, about God choosing so the so Jewish Jewish case upper not case? About uppercase. Choosing that
3: doesn't talk about his own Yehud.
0: It's a creation of you. He's of the... dependent upon another. Yehud is... is a, there's, mm-hmm. there's another entity which is toying with So that's the wrongful thing,
3: understanding that God's right hand people, he needs to substitute it with something else. Right. Without you us,
1: know.
0: he doesn't exist. It's like Hatharat Darim. In a way. in Without us, he sense. doesn't exist. Right. He's dependent upon... And I'm in this last one. La, maya, yeah, and I'm a la. Isha, this is the those who claim to to, to Yimiel, uh, we're not nervous about destruction of the Mikdash will be able to stave off any fire, any 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 destruction, will be able to pull this off. So in this last, this fifth group of wrongful thinkers, he's describing a purposeful rebellion against God. So I'd like to just for a few moments develop at least a vantage point for how a person could come to it, because maybe I'm giving too much creder, credit. But my understanding is through each of these there is a philosophical underpinning which is driving it and then it just gets thrown off in other words whereas davar vihi puhob is very carefully crafted we understand where it went wrong we on on many of these understand where and how they developed this last one if you actually understood godliness you understood god's existence and then you just rebelled you thought you'd have the power it just sounds like a crazy reality so here's how i'd go with it i'd go with it in the Following fashion, sources ten and eleven on the page in front you. ahead. is it is the
1: issue with the fifth one that they thought they can rebel against God? Or they thought that they can upset him.
0: I thought that they thought they could I mean, rebel against him I mean, and defeat him. I I view the I view the in this one of being the Machis part.
3: There's Broda. so much discussion you about rebel.
0: the cause, Afterwards, bro. he talks about the cause.
1: There's so much discussion about the cause. In yeah,
3: here. but how do you rebel without making anger? You rebel to anger. anger. Rebel okay, to anger. No, no. it's so not success anger.
0: the success of action. It's that, God that God is... you can affect God's quote emotions. That he's just right. saying that's the heresy. Um, right. I can't. No, I, I, can't I can't. I can't explain that. Get around his will. He said, "Why do we focus afterwards on the cause?". Get past the first three set, the first three lines. Then we start focusing on chaos. Why is he? Why is he focusing on chaos? Well,
3: I'm not. i do not this focusing he, on he on so. He mentions chaos. So I don't why? think it's a focus. I think that's on the Kaz. key. That they can circumvent his will. will.
0: I understand. That's That's it. it. I mean, keep in mind, his his example at the end as well, Joey, is not on cause. His example at the end is these people who say we'll be able to, we can rebel against him and we'll circumvent any retribution, anyway. The goal is to circumvent us. So the direction that this same Perush, that Perush of what's called Etla Asot. He, he brings us in, my own additions to it. He quotes these two Gemarot. The two Gemarot are, are significant. The Gemara Masech B'Vabat right here in, in source number 10 is, Atidin in the future the king, the righteous one, Shinikrain al Shimosha HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They'll be named based on God's name. They'll be named God's name. That's a strange and interesting description. Furthermore, the Gemara Masech Megillah, which is better known as a pasuk not too long ago in Parasha, "Vaikra lo el Elohe Yisrael," which is a description of Yaakov and a mizbeach. And who said what? Did God name? Did Yaakov name the mizbeach "Kel Elokei Yisrael"? Or did? Uh, well, it seems a little redundant. The pasuk doesn't say "Vaikra lo." Elokei Israel that he named the Mizbeach God. It doesn't say Vayikralo Keil. Pazuk says Vayikralo Keil Elokei Israel. So which one is it? What, what, what's going on? Says so the Gemara, I'll tell you what's going on. <laughs> Yaakov is naming <laughs> nothing. Vayikralo El Elohe Yisrael. God is naming Yaakov. What's he naming Yaakov? Keil, his name. That's the Drasha of the rabbi. How do you know that God named Yaakov? The Pasuk doesn't say that Yaakov names it. The pasuk says, <laughs> Ramban in his commentary to the Torah develops this even further. But what you have from each of these sources is a strange and curious reference of the rabbis, individuals, the righteous ones, the Yaakovs. Getting the name of God. What does it mean to get the name of God? Well, don't misunderstand what it means to get the name of God, because you might misunderstand what it means to get, get the name of God. The Epistle came to describe how the first sin was as a result of wanting to be like God. V'item yod'a Eto aray. Source number 12. That's what the Nahash says to Chava, which means to say the, the hope, the desire of Adam and Chava, of humanity in doing wrong is wanting to be kelohim. Wanting to be like God. Wait a second. The Pesukim, the rabbi statements are, we get the name of God. If we do it right, we get the name of God. So there's uh, a little bit of a catch-22. The sin is that they go after being like God. Ultimately speaking, if you do it right, you have the name of God.
3: Uh, no, and Vekut. You and the the opposite opposite You're supposed to be exactly like God. <laughs> That's what you were saying to before they get the name of hashem in order to name how does adam he gets the name like the hashem's letters they get hashem's letters to be like god so they can name in order to name we're talking about naming the whole time yes so think about it it's always when they get to a certain spiritual level Mm -hmm. he gives them hashem's it's el or the yud or this
0: they become sort of partners in hashem in order to name Really? Right. So to I, become like him. I gotcha. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing in different words. I'm going to say the same thing in different words. I'm going to say it in the following. Rashi, which is a very truthful Rashi in, in his interpretation over here in my understand. V'item kelohim. Ke what does it mean that you'll be like God? Says Rashi, two words based on a mitrash. Yosere olamot. You'll be crafters of worlds. Where's the Midrash? Where's Rashi getting that from? Of course he's getting it from the description throughout Bereshit, Beric Aleph of Elokim. Elokim is a crafter of worlds. God is creating worlds. So in turn, you guys will be like crafters of worlds. was well, isn't that what we're supposed to be? Aren't we created with Salem Elohim? Isn't our ambition, our mission in life to be like God? So then where again, I ask you, do we go wrong? I now understand what it means that we'll get the name of God. I understand what it means that Yaakov achieved the name of God. He figured this out. Somehow within this world, he had the capacity of finding divinity, of almost being a crafter of worlds, of living up to his potential of... Salem Elohim. So where do we get it wrong? Where did Adam and Chava get it wrong? And it's nuanced. It's nuanced and it's what Jack I think was addressing earlier and it's the following. You can be a person who achieves godliness. But you're not God Himself. You can be an understa- a person who understands. I'm a mikabel. I'm a person who receives from God and partners with God. He empowers me to be Yoser Olamot, not to be a Bore Olamot. God is the Bore Yeshmi'ain. God is he who fuels my ability to go further. He turns to me, he turns to you and he says, so now that I've brought forth Eberiah, I haven't finished the yitzira. I've created, here's the mass and matter and I've crafted a bunch of it, I want you to finish the craftsmanship. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's Sele Melokim. To speak about it in a more specific fashion, there's evil in this world. I've left some of that evil. You're going to have a child who's going to be born a son without a Berit Milah. Give him the Berit Milah, quote unquote, perfect his body. I'm giving you some physical manifestations of it. That's what you are as a Sele Melokim. You're finding the deficiencies which he left for you. What you're not doing is creating in the capital C way. You're not doing beria, you're a yoser olamot. So the wrongful doing of Adam and Chava, the wrongful doing of human beings, the description of what he has over here of those who think they can rebel against God as individuals who say, hey, wait a second, I have this power without remembering where or without accepting where the power comes from. So yeah, I understood godliness. I understand God's existence. I understand all of this, but you know something? I now at Salem If I'm a Salem I am kalohim. I'm able to rebel against him as well. That's my understanding of it. Yes, Joey?
1: So so I think I I think I agree, right? And maybe it's just a slight, subtle nuance, but and going back to the Cause part, I think that the issue was not appreciating that even the, the, the act of Merida was within Hashem's will. The, the, the notion that they could act outside of Hashem's will, and that's the issue with being Yotzer, if you tr- if you believe that you're Yotzer outside of Hashem's will.
0: In other words, you're suggesting, okay, words, you're, 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 you're stepping it back a step. He's saying the same thing, but he's, he's fine-tuning it. He says, the Merida is, it's what we say often, the Merida is the thought that, that you, could, that could, hit, go seen, God, that you could go against God, right. that you could go against God. Right, which
1: is the notion of how could, to think that you could be mach'is means that you're doing something against the will of Akatosh Baruch Hu.
0: Which is which by, by definition
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he goes on and, and describes exactly the gospel. It's, it's that. It's the in it's in the other words, I was a step
0: further. Yeah. Yeah. I was focusing in my description, in my in my terminology, on the mirida. He's agreeing to everything. He's just this saying the, floor, the 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 wrongful act is, <laughs> as I say all the time. It's the very thought and, and, and realization. The yeah. difference between Briyan and Yitzhirah is as follows I'm, I'm following the Kabbalistic understanding, but even the philosophical one goes like this Biria is something from nothing Zwayran Ramban writes in which means absolutely nothing is in existent out, and I bring like, it yetira is taking something that's existent that. and then carving yeah. it further Baruch right. mm-hmm. <laughs> Adonai <laughs>